Ah, uh, great day to be tuning into the 55 KRC Morning Show because joining me this morning, Chris Long from the Ohio Christian Alliance to talk about vaccine mandates, that is, religious exemptions from vaccine mandates. It's going to be a seminar taking place this weekend. We'll get the details in a moment. Chris Long, welcome to the 55 KRC Morning Show. It's great to have you on today. Uh, good morning, Brian. Good to be with you. You know, I'm, I obviously am a you know, profound believer in the Constitution. I appreciate the freedoms and liberties that we enjoy as a consequence of it. It prevents the government from intruding into our religion, which is a nice thing, and yet many of our politicians don't view it that way. Uh, and one of the areas they run headlong into religion is the vaccine mandates, because there are some religions that believe that to be a violation of the religious tenets. So let's start off with the, what I find to be the most, the, the biggest elephant in the room on this, Chris, which is how can anyone test the, test your, 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 your religious belief systems? One does not need to go to a church to be profoundly religious or have ide- a religious ideology and doctrinal dogmatic principles. Yet I've seen that some employers and employer groups are asking questions like that. How often do you go to church if you request a religious exemption? The audacity. Are they going to all swear us in and depose us and talk to us about it? Chris, please try to explain this to me. Well, that's that's right. And what we're going to find out here in the next several months is just the uh, how strong is the uh, Title Seven of the Federal Code that protects religious uh, belief in employment and uh, basically the 1964 Civil Rights Code that provides for religious exemptions uh, from vaccines. And of course, many people right now are facing termination of employment. A N- number of companies in Cincinnati, Greater Cincinnati, have announced a vaccine mandate, putting a lot of people in jeopardy of their employment. This shouldn't be happening. It's actually illegal, it's unconstitutional, yet it's happening. And so what we're doing is providing a service of just information of how people are to file for religious exemption. And, you know, I'm, I'm in this boat, too, because my wife is an RN of 22 years in northeast Ohio. She was faced with uh, the vaccine mandate. She was not going to take the vaccine. We actually both had COVID. We recovered. We have immunities. We have uh, both medical and religious purposes why we are yeah. not taking the vaccine. And yet uh, she was being um, basically shown the door. But thankfully, the hospital group that she works in uh, was accepting religious exemptions. In fact, uh, upwards of over 600, uh, we were able to help hundreds of people now to obtain religious exemptions from the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, you're talking about the uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid edict, uh, unlike the OSHA mandate, which got thrown out by the Fifth Circuit and is subject to more litigation. Uh, the consolidated matters have been uh, placed in the hands, thankfully, of the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals here in Cincinnati. So I'm, I have positive feelings about the outcome on the OSHA mandate. Yes. I know there was a lawsuit filed just the other day, this Monday, by Louisiana and a total of 12 states as well as another lawsuit that was previously filed in Missouri by a coalition of 10 states going after the CMS mandate. I guess along the same line, saying it violates uh, federal law and unconstitutionally encroaches on powers reserved to the states. Both strong arguments from my perspective. Um, We don't have to wait the outcome of that in order to enjoy a religious exemption, though, do we, Chris? 
We do not. In fact, if we remember that Mr. Biden stated that uh, our patience is running out, so the feds are really doubling and tripling down on all uh, federal government uh, entities and including those who are contracted with the government. So if you think about the private businesses who have contracts with the federal government, they're the ones that are moving forward with their own initiative of mandating the vaccine. They don't want to be on the wrong side of the Biden administration and face penalty. That includes Medicare and Medicaid dollars, which hospital uh, groups, of course, uh, depend on for their everyday operations. So that's why we saw... Cleveland Clinic, who was not going to mandate the vaccine, along with university hospitals in Northeast Ohio, uh, yet uh, last Friday they announced that they were. Now, what's 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 different? Well, <laughs> the administration behind the scenes, the feds are uh, basically knuckling down on them, and that's why they've had to relent and announce a mandate. So, uh, lots of folks are under the gun here, and so we're coming to provide this information on Saturday. That's this Saturday, November twentieth, at the Holiday Inn North in Westchester. It's free and open. To the public, it starts at nine o'clock. I'll be pre- presenting uh, information on how to file a religious exemption. Also, with us will be State Representative Scott Wiggum, who will be giving us a state update, a state house update on the legislation. He'll also be talking about his personal story, how his son is in the military facing the vaccine yep. mandate. He has two children, one in college, one in high school, and so he also has suffered through this as well. So we're just kind of sharing our testimonies, as it were, but it's helping a lot of people. Well, I saw that uh, the the mandate from the Navy saying the Navy will have to have you have to be fully vaccinated, uh, and if you don't, and, uh, if you refuse that order to get the vaccination, they're going to kick you out. I mean, th- not only does this intrude upon religion, I mean, this is a question of national security, Chris. Well, it is, and it, it, it's it, tens of thousands of uh, U.S. Uh, service personnel are facing this in all the branches. Uh, Matt Staver of Liberty Council, we've been working with them. He actually filed a suit on behalf of a military personnel that's working its way through the courts, uh, and he's actually provides his legal services at no cost oh, for wow. those who face uh, uh, a rejection of a religious exemption. That's when uh, his group will uh, step in. Uh, folks can also file with the EEOC, and they'll investigate whether this there was uh, proper handling of the religious exemption, and they want to know why then uh, that uh, private company rejected that person's religious exemption uh, belief. So I, I guess I'm struggling. This, this mandate uh, on, on businesses, whether it's through CMS or OSHA or you know, the federal government just generally through contractors, um, obligates the employer to deal with the claim of exemption and, 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 and in terms of enforcement as well. So this, this places a huge obligation on employers out there. How, are employers even equipped to deal with exemptions, religious or otherwise? I, I find that a little hard to swallow. Well, again, no. <laughs> well, let me say this. If you'd asked me four months ago how you file a religious exemption, I've been doing this public policy work for 20 years. I really didn't know much about it. There was a lady that called last spring, and she was facing a mandate in her employment. And we were very awkwardly just discussing it with her and really didn't know much about it. Now that we've been through it ourselves, <laughs> I know I can help you now because it's a working experience. And really, it's very simple. And in fact, law firms are directing people to us, which is a little funny. We're not a legal group. We're not a law group. We are a public policy advocacy group, and we have attorneys that we refer to. But you don't need an attorney in this case. What you need is just to file your simply 
held religious belief statement. Don't get long with it. Uh, don't elaborate. You don't need the 95 theses here. Uh, <laughs> in fact, uh, less is more in this regard. And then again, it's that thing where either Human Resource Department or the Legal Department, they're the ones who are in jeopardy of actually looking at the scrutiny of the federal government coming in and asking, why have you not uh, honored this person's religious, sincerely held religious belief? Because that's in violation of federal law. So, you're, you're, am I to interpret what you just said? And I know you're going to provide more information at the uh, the meeting in, uh, at the Holiday Inn on Mulhauser Road on Saturday. We'll have all the details on my blog page as well, so people can refer to 55KRC.com, Chris. Um, do you have to say which religion you are a member of? Because I know, for example, Christian science come up a lot because they are against a lot of medical intrusions. I mean, and ones that you and I might find puzzling, like why wouldn't you want your child to have fill-in-the-blank surgery when it's uh, when, when it's a proven medical technique that's going to save their lives? A guardian ad litem is quite often appointed uh, to represent the child against the parent's wishes, and they go to court over things like that. That's one religion I know that most people are familiar with has objections to this just because of what their belief system is and their belief tenets. Other religions don't necessarily have objections to it. And, and the, right. the Catholic Church seems to be on the fence. I know they have written doctrinal principles that allow you to say no to a vaccine on religious grounds, and yet the Pope and other hierarchy, members in the hierarchy are saying, no, 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 go get your vaccine. So I can't even reconcile what the Catholic Church's position is on this. But back to my original point, do you have to say which religion you believe in, Chris? In fact, no. It's actually illegal for your employer to double down and ask you about uh, your church denomination, your church affiliation, uh, your uh, religious tenets uh, to question you, to bring you into a tribunal on those kind of points. In fact, what we say is uh, it is not necessary for you to have documentation from your church, your church denomination, or a member of the clergy. You don't need that. And actually, it would probably be better if you didn't, because yeah. like you just stated, if you say, well, I'm Roman Catholic, well, they'll say, well, the Pope has blessed this. And then you put yourself in a real uh, difficult position to have to defend that. So we've asked people, it's your own statement of faith. And that's what federal law will defend. And then actually, we would like to say it's your uh, Daniel in the lion's den moment. This is when you're standing alone with your own conscience and religious faith. And that is what federal law will defend. It's, uh, I guess from a standpoint of viewing it as conscientious objector, um, it, it, I, I know there are folks out there that are saying, well, people are just going to claim that they're religious and that they've got some religious exemption. The response to that is, yeah, so? I mean, really, that's in the final analysis, Chris, that's all they've got, right? Well, unfortunately, well, uh, you have um, medical exemptions, but you have to have a doctor in most uh, instances to sign off on that. This, you need no one to sign off on. In right. fact, my wife and I had this little discussion one Sunday night. This is about seven weeks ago, and we're trying to figure this out. She's getting ready to file, and she holds up the paper to me, and she says, I don't need no man to sign my paper. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, it. And I do, too. And I said, you know what? You're right. It's an individual right of conscience. And she said, I don't need the OCA either. And I said, you're right. We believe in the individual right of conscience. And look, for those folks who are saying, we're just going to fight this thing, we fully support that. Uh, we believe that uh, every person has an individual right of their own. Uh, they don't need a religious, uh, religious exemption. But uh, in this instance, this is the way the federal law will defend you in this regard. So, again, we're not helping everybody. We're helping some, and we're just trying to save people's jobs. 
uh, at this yeah. point because this is the tyranny of federal government has come out upon us at this time. Holiday in Cincinnati, North 5800 Mulhauser Road in Westchester this Saturday, uh, 9 a.m. For more information, 55krc.com on my blog page. Joe will have the information there. Uh, you can check out uh, the Ohio Christian Alliance if you'd like to go directly to their webpage. It's ohioca.org. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for helping out my listeners, Chris, with this dealing with this, uh, you know, obviously cloaked in constitutional as well as legal issues, uh, religious exemption. I wish you all the best and certainly appreciate the work you're doing. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it very much. A real pleasure having you on and best of luck with the uh, meeting on Saturday.